Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 51. Something has come up quite a lot recently, and that tells me it's something that we need to talk about. So we're going to get into the nitty-gritty, ugly, often untalked-about truth. This is a real behind-the-scenes look at what a lot of people don't want you to know. And the problem with that is it makes you think you're a failure. It makes you think you're doing things wrong. It makes you think that you're not good enough or not doing enough, and we all know what that affects, our self-esteem. So let's talk about this. You've probably heard me say that success at anything you're trying to accomplish isn't a staircase from where you were to where you're going. It's more like hills and valleys. And today I want to get deeper into what that means, what it looks like, and what you can do about it. And I want to give you a takeaway that will keep you hopeful about the progress that you are actually making. So let's get into this, shall we? How you are measuring your success, your days, your interactions may be negatively impacting how well you think you're doing. And unfortunately, it might really be skewing your idea of the results that you're getting. In school, we're taught 100% is an A. The goal is always 100%, right? Give 100%. Here's the problem. That's not how real life works, at least not in the way that many people try to apply this. Giving 100% to your job doesn't mean that you put in more than 40 hours, don't get any sleep, are stressing about your job at home, are bringing work home. That is not what that should look like. Giving 100% to your job should mean that during work hours, while you are at work, you are focused on work and you're not letting other things take your time or attention away from work. The rest of your time is not work time. Giving 100% to your relationship doesn't mean that you drop your friends and drop your hobbies and focus solely on this person. It means that you make sure to make time to spend with just your partner. When you are spending that time with your partner, you are solely focused on your interactions with your partner and you're meeting the four C's, communication, consideration, compromise, and connection. Being there 100% for your kids works in a similar way. When you are with them, they have your attention. You are following the four C's. You're being mindful and intentional on what you say to them, and how you handle your parenting responsibilities. It doesn't mean that you're with them 100% of the time. Why is this really what it means when we say give 100% instead of actually physically giving 100%? There's two reasons. One, it is not possible to give 100% to anything let alone more than one thing, right? If you're giving 100% to your job, your family and your partner are not getting anything from you. And two, you have nothing to give if all of your time and energy is going into attempting to give 100%. 
and you're not taking time to rest and recharge and recenter and remember who you actually are at your core and meet your own needs. This is important to remember. No human can be 100% on, 100% present, and 100% productive all the time. If you're putting this type of pressure on yourself, you're going to fail, you're going to get burned out, and you're going to be pretty miserable. So let's not do that, all right? I want you to be the best version of you that you can be. I want you to be having the best life that you can be. And you cannot do that when you're trying to attempt being 100% dedicated to anything like this. So what can you do instead? What you do instead is you prioritize, you value quality over quantity, and when you're doing something, you make sure that that has your focus. Okay. If you're at work, work has your focus. If you're with your spouse or your partner, they have your focus. If you're with your child, they have your focus. So we're not thinking about all the chores we didn't do in the grocery list we haven't shopped for while we're at work. We're not thinking about work when we're with our spouse. We're not thinking about how tired we are when we're with our kid. Okay. Part of this will fix itself when you redefine what giving 100% to something actually looks like because it will eliminate some of the guilt that you have or the anxiety that you have when you're not meeting that original standard. The other thing that will be really helpful here is prioritizing yourself at times. You can't be useful or effective or present or fun to be around. You can't come up with new creative ideas. You can't be a problem solver if you're not prioritizing you at times. There has to be times for you to enjoy your hobbies, rest, have downtime, shut off your brain, hang out with your friends, and it's up to you to make that time happen. No one else has to create that for you. You have to create it. And what that means is putting up boundaries in your life, making sure your boss knows that they can't call you or text you at 9.30 at night and know you're not coming in every single weekend. Making sure that your partner knows that you get you time. And it doesn't mean that they're not loved or valued, but it means that you are also loved and valued. And this means that recognizing it doesn't make you a bad parent to toss in some frozen pizzas and put your kids in front of a movie because you need a break. It's okay. Now there's a reason why a lot of times this doesn't feel okay. And that's because of how we're measuring our success. So I want to talk about that part of this for a moment, because I think it's really important. If you're measuring your success in a all or nothing kind of way, it's always going to come up that you've failed or not done enough. If your measurement is that you are always happy or always on time or always positive or always patient, you're going to fail And you're not going to feel very good about yourself or you're not even going to continue to try because what's the point? All the evidence says you can't do it. You're a failure. And if this is the standard, there's no room for forgiving yourself if you mess up or take a break and there's no room for setbacks. So like I reminded you at the very beginning of this, success looks more like hills and valleys. It is not a staircase. Success is not black or white, all or nothing, 100% or you're a failure. Rather, success means you try when you can, you take a break when you need it, 
You're aware of when you can try and aware of when you need a break. You give yourself grace when it's not going the way that you want it to. And you are insightful into what you can do differently. And you respect that you're human. I worry that other life experts have kind of messed this one up for people because there's always articles right, about how to be more positive or how to always wake up happy or so many other things. Ugh, I don't even want to get into it. Here's the problem. None of that's real. That's not real. Reality is everyone wakes up grouchy sometimes. Everyone gets sick of their kids sometimes. Everyone needs a break from their partner sometimes. Everyone hits a point where they don't feel like cooking. They don't feel like going to the gym. And that's okay. That has to be okay because we're all human. If your goal is to wake up positive every morning and work out every morning and give 100% at your job every day and come home to your spouse and do some chores and cook a dinner and be pleasant to be around and be engaged with your kids and show up to every kid function and go to bed at a good time so you can get eight hours of amazing sleep every night, you're going to fail. And it's going to suck when you do because you are trying really hard. So what I'm asking you today is to not set yourself up for that kind of failure by having such unrealistic expectations for yourself. And if you're reading top 10 ways lists or listening to podcasts or watching positive motivational speakers that are telling you that that's possible, they are not being honest with you. You're a real human in a real life with real emotions and you really get tired sometimes. It's not healthy, realistic, or achievable to expect yourself to be 100% on all the time. And frankly, you're doing yourself a huge disservice because you are missing out on one of the most important factors of a healthy human psyche, and that is listening to yourself. You know you better than anyone else. So if part of you is saying, I need to sleep in today, I need to let my brain be off today, I need to not engage with people today, I need to cry today. It's important to listen to that part of yourself, validate it, and take care of it. If you neglect that part of yourself, ultimately, it doesn't matter what outward signs you have of perfection. You're failing. You're failing at taking care of you. And that's just as alarming as any other act of self-hate. Because your value and your worth are not wrapped up in how perfectly you perform these tasks and the schedule that you've created for yourself. It's not. Would you treat your child or your mother or your spouse this way? If they told you, I feel really sick today, would you say, who cares? Get up anyways. There's things you need to accomplish. Would you? If you're saying yes that you would, please reconsider how you treat your loved ones. But I'm guessing what you would actually do is say, sweetheart, take the time you need. Go take a nap. I've got this for you today, right? Why aren't you giving yourself that same courtesy? Why aren't you saying to yourself, sweetheart, it's okay if you need a down day. See what success actually looks like, the way that you really should be measuring this for yourself, is how good are you at listening to yourself? Are you prioritizing and respecting your own needs? Are you giving yourself the freedom to measure success accurately instead of putting an unattainable standard on yourself. So if you really want to live a life of success, 
that doesn't just mean giving 100% of your time, your energy, and your mental focus to any one thing or multiple things at the same time. It means understanding when you can be on and when you need to be off. It means understanding when it is appropriate to push your body to roll out of bed and go hit the gym, and when it is appropriate to say, you know what, I'm going to sleep for an extra hour and a half. It means being present and experiencing life with those that you love and taking that time away so you can recharge, revitalize, rest, so you can show up again the next day. That is success. So your goal this week is to really look at how you're measuring yourself and what you're punishing yourself for and what you're putting yourself down for. Because if you're putting yourself down and feeling bad about yourself simply for being human and having human needs and human emotions and human responses, you're setting yourself up to have low self-esteem and you are setting yourself up to fail and feel bad about failing because what you're striving for is not practical or achievable. This week, I want you to be mindful about how you can measure things differently, how you can measure your own success and progress from a realistic and healthy place. I want you to take time this week to honor the fact that you're not capable of running 24-7, being on 24-7. I want you to listen to that part of you that is saying, I need to turn off for a little bit. I need to be done for now. I need a break. Give yourself time to evaluate where you're spending your time. If you find that you wake up every morning feeling like you just loathe the idea of going to the gym, but you're forcing yourself anyways, maybe, just maybe, that's not the right type of exercise for you. So evaluate that. But if you wake up three out of five days feeling pretty good about going to the gym and one morning you're kind of dragging and you kind of have to make yourself and the next morning you wake up and you're just dead and really don't want to go, give yourself that day off, okay? It is important to remain intentional. We're just also being intentional in our breaks and our downtime and rest. Good luck this week. You've got this. I hope this makes you feel a lot better about where you are on your way to having the life that you want. And I hope this makes you feel a lot better about how you view yourself. Reach out to me if you need me. My email address is in the show notes, or you can contact me through our Facebook group, Self-Esteem Truths. Have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.